Hello everyone, this is Kajal and I'm here to give you an introduction on the second history chapter from trade to territory. In this chapter, we learn about how the English East India Company comes to trade in India, especially in spices and textiles. These spices and textiles would earlier reach Europe through the Arabs. The English wanted to eliminate them and they came to trade directly with India. Though they were not the first to come and trade with India, that the trade route was established by the Portuguese. So the English East India Company uh, comes to India to trade in the year 1600. The Mughal Emperor at that point was Jahangir. The permission to this company was given by Queen Elizabeth I. So what we see during the course of this chapter is that from how a mere private trading company ends up being the de facto ruler of certain provinces in India, starting with Bengal. That is where they established their factories and due to inconveniences with the Nawabs of Bengal, they fought many battles there, the one at Plassey and then the Buxar and then ended up becoming the de facto rulers of Bengal. Following the example of Bengal, they see that there was a power vacuum at the center and they started expanding themselves. So they annexed a lot of territories and not with warfare because they did not want to fight wars. They wanted to use strategies, techniques, any kind of um, political, economic or diplomatic methods to annex more and more Indian territories. Also during the course of this chapter, we learn about certain important dignitaries like Tipu Sultan, who was the ruler of Mysore, and it was not easy for the British to defeat him. Then we learn about the Marathas, the various wars the British fought with the Marathas and the Afghans, and we learn about certain policies by some governor generals which made things very difficult for Indian kings and princesses. These were the doctrine of lapse, to name a few and the claim to paramountcy. Towards the end of the chapter, we'll see that after they had established control over a huge territory in India, under over a lot of provinces, they started setting up a new administration, which was very contrast to the administration that Indian states had before the arrival of the British. There were also certain changes in the company, army, and which was also contrasting to the Mughal army that was present in India before that. Thus, we conclude the chapter by seeing that how the English East India Company was transformed from a mere trading company to a territorial colonial power. And more and more Englishmen would come to India to make their fortunes. I look forward to teaching you this chapter and discussing in detail that what were the impact on people in India and also compare the financial situation to, of India to the English Empire when the English first came to India. Thank you.